Hi, this is Mo Oster, MISNI's Senior Vice President for Advocacy. I lead a team of lobbyists fighting for you in Albany and sometimes in Washington, D.C. Obviously, much of the world continues to be focused on the results of our presidential election. While it appears it has been essentially decided, and state certification deadlines are coming up in the next two weeks, and the Biden-Harris team has begun moving forward with a transition plan, there is still some outstanding litigation pending, so we await further developments. Here in New York, most of the congressional races have been decided, with Democrat Jackie Gordon conceding to Republican Andrew Garbarino this week in the Long Island race to replace outgoing Representative Peter King. An incumbent, Tom Swasey, prevailed over Republican George Santos in another tight Long Island race, despite initially trailing on election night. However, there is still one tight race outstanding in central New York between incumbent Democrat Anthony Brindisi and former Republican Representative Claudia Tenney. Regardless of the outcome of this race, the Democrats will have a narrow majority in the U.S. House of Representatives, and the Republicans will initially have a narrow majority in the U.S. Senate, with, of course, those two Georgia U.S. Senate seats still outstanding for an early January runoff election. Many of the outstanding New York State Senate and Assembly races were also finalized this week. Similar to what we saw in states such as Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, and Michigan, election night results that initially appeared to favor the Republican candidate were then overtaken by the significant number of mail-in ballots that favored the Democratic candidate. While it appears the Republicans were in a position to pick up as many as five seats in the New York State Senate on election night, now the Democrats appear poised to have a net pickup of seats, as two incumbent Democrats who were initially losing in Long Island ultimately won re-election, an incumbent Democrat who was losing in Brooklyn ultimately won re-election, and a Democrat challenger for an open seat in Rockland County who was losing was then elected. There remain a handful of Senate races where ballots are still being counted in the Hudson Valley, the Capital District, and the Syracuse area. We saw similar trends with the assembly races as well where several incumbent Democrats who appear to be trailing on election night then overtook their challenges after all the mail-in ballots were counted. In any event, there are going to be dozens of new state legislators in 2021, which makes your continued involvement in the advocacy process more essential than ever. Disney is reaching out to several of the newly elected legislators to congratulate them and coordinate with county medical societies on setting up initial meetings that generally discuss pressing health care issues. Turning from politics to policy, this week also began with the hopeful news of the successful vaccine trial of Moderna in addition to the successful vaccine trial announced last week by Pfizer. This could not come at a better time, given the steep rise in COVID cases and hospitalizations across the United States and here in New York and most acutely in Western New York. Disney President Dr. Bonnie Litvak and Disney staff have been involved in extensive discussions with the New York State Health Department and other key healthcare players on an operational plan to distribute the COVID vaccine once it is more widely available. Moreover, with Thanksgiving next week, Dr. Litvak has appeared on several programs across New York State to emphasize the importance of limiting gatherings this year due to the enormous reports of COVID spreading through informal family and friend gatherings. Dr. Litvak also appeared in several TV news shows this week to once again raise the physician community's concerns with their straining capacity to obtain needed personal protective equipment, or PPE, 
and how these shortages have limited the patient capacity of many physician offices across the state. The MISNI survey found that two-thirds of physician respondents said that they at least sometimes had trouble obtaining needed PPE. Many also said that it takes them at least four weeks to obtain PPE when they order it, and more than half responded in the survey that their costs for PPE have increased by at least 25% from levels prior to the pandemic. Disney has repeatedly urged the New York State Health Department to work more proactively with outside vendors to make PPE more readily available for physicians as they have done in other states. This week also brought some potentially hopeful news about another stimulus package before the end of the year, as Senator Schumer noted that Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell had agreed to begin discussions again for a year-end package. There is a federal budget resolution that must be extended by mid-December, so it is possible that these stimulus talks could be brought into these larger budget resolution discussions. We also know discussions are again beginning on possible federal surprise medical bill proposals. With all this happening at the same time, please take the opportunity to go to Disney's Grassroots Action Center to send letters to our congressional delegation in support of needed additional stimulus funding for struggling physician practices, in support of preventing steep Medicare cuts, and in opposition to short-sighted insurance industry-sponsored measures that would address the surprise billing issue in a way that is inconsistent with New York's lauded approach. Turning to our upcoming educational programming, please put on your calendar this Monday, November 23rd, for our next Veterans Matters webinar program relating to suicide in veterans on Monday, November 23rd at 7.30 a.m. with our faculty, Dr. Jack McIntyre, and please plan to join us for our annual Cross-Provider Veterans Matters Half-Day Educational Program on Saturday morning, December 5th, in conjunction with the New York State Psychiatric Association and the National Association of Social Workers. You can also go to our CME website, cme.misney.org, to listen to a recording of our recent program, TBI and Veterans, with our faculty, Dr. David Podwell. Thank you all once again for taking the time to listen to this podcast, your support for your state and county medical society, and your commitment to your patients. We'll talk. I hope you all have a nice Thanksgiving, and we'll talk the following week.